right, I'm here drinking my tea. Still waiting for my drink. <laughs> Just waiting on room service or what? Yeah, I texted my kid and I'm like, uh, can you bring me a drink? You texted him to bring you a drink. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And they say millennials are lazy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 126 of the Maritime Nelson Podcast. My name is Brad O'Dell. With me, I have uh, my, one of my regular co-hosts, uh, Guardian, up there in the right-hand corner. Yes. As you can tell, we're he feels above us all, so that's why we have to look up at him. That's right. He is, though. He is above us all. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to my, well, my right, I guess, I have uh, Steve. From I don't from tier one armament. I was gonna make I was gonna do the Mr. Rete, but I'll just come Steve. Did Anna hit him? Well that's fucked up, but that's also something that Sonic returned. Whoa. Did we lose hey, we lost someone. Yeah, we did. Oh, he's Jesus, back. He you, <laughs> oh, there he is. He's back. And and we have Mark uh here with us, he is the creator of the Moz 16, uh, which we will go into in a little bit. So, sorry, I'm all out of sorts for whatever reason. So let's start with, uh, let's figure it out uh, who Mark is and why he's here. Because he's just a random guy that we picked up on the street and was just like, yeah, we're going to put him on. Pretty. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty. You guys might know me from uh, before as uh, Mark and Melissa on my Facebook profile. I did a lot of work with uh, Milsigs and stuff like that before. Um, the original creator of the Superpower, which I took that thing apart, reassembled it uh, as its own own gun. So uh, I have the breeches out there for all the Milsig, the, the metal body stuff. And if you really want to do something with it, with the CQC, you can mill out the inside of the CQC and use that breech in there too. Uh, I recommend it. Uh, I, I haven't had any anybody say anything bad about it but whatever so, but that's me <laughs> so let's go with uh let's let's mark let's start with with why why did you suddenly start creating all this stuff i wanted something that was quality man i haven't had uh, <laughs> <laughs> <I don't, laughs> there's no good way to put that there's it, no... well uh, without without taking a, a big dump on on another manufacturer uh, back in in the day but when they when they first came out with that power pro uh, it took about eight months to get it running, and I wasn't happy with that. I wasn't happy with that. Did you want me to cut the smile <laughs> away there, Steve? Is that what you want me to do? <laughs> Steve, it's 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 the truth. It is what it is. I wanted something. I know, dude. And I made it run. You know, I mean, I'm not I'm not taking a, I'm not taking shit on it. Their, their quality is definitely their their quality is definitely a lot better now than it was when I first came out, and that was. I guess that was before Nelson's time, before he split off, when it, when that first Power Pro came out, and uh, after that whole thing went down, uh, that's that's when that came. That's where that came from. So that really has nothing to do with him or Doug or any of those guys over there. They're all great guys. Um, I just wanted something that was going to run out of the box, you know, uh, not run out of the box, but I mean, wanted something that every time I pulled the trigger, I wanted it to fire and I wanted it to hit the target. That's all I can ask for. I don't want something that's going to, you know, chop paint or yeah. whatnot or what have you. So you took the easy route and just milled your own body. Pretty much, yeah. So I did my own thing. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just whatever, you know. Yeah. Take the take the easy way out on that one. 
Yeah, yeah. Easy way out, machining, milling. Yeah, yeah no, I'm one of those guys that watches like the machining and milling, milling videos on YouTube, and I'm just like, fuck, that's really cool. Uh, I, like, I, just... I live on Instagram machining sites, man. That's all I do. Is like, <laughs> still, like, I'm a machinist, and I still love looking at a CNC do its thing. Like, it's just, it's mesmerizing to me. Nah, man. Come on. I'm an old school machinist. I like actually doing the stuff on Oh, it. yeah. Like, I still use an, <laughs> a, a manual. Like, that's what I got. But, I mean, you see some of the five and five axle CNCs now? Like, the stuff they do, do it's... That. Yeah. The best one ever was the, it was the five axis milling out a mold for, I think it was a motocross helmet. I saw that one. From, from a solid yeah. block of aluminum. Yeah. And like milled out the inside of it and everything. It was just, it was weird. Oh, yeah, um, it's nuts. I'm assuming a multi million dollar machine, but. Yeah. You know. well, I learned most of my machining from uh, that YouTube guy, AVE. I love AVE. <laughs> That's fantastic. I haven't learned a damn thing from because when he talks, he doesn't actually say the proper part that he's using. He just calls it the no, Witch Machigator. Right? You got to know what it is, man. Yeah. So. <laughs> Love that guy. That's awesome. Um, he's, he's always chooching something up. So, he is yeah. chooching. He's <laughs> always breaking those Chinesium uh, drill bits. Yeah, the Chinesium. <laughs> yeah. Chinesium. Jesus. <laughs> I'm so glad somebody else knows who AVE is. Oh, my That's, God. He's, he's my favorite go-to. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to go watch more of his videos after we're done this. Um, <laughs> Mike is really loud. There we go. Um, so, guess who's who's not checking the comments or watching the video? Just make sure anyone's actually watching or telling us the audio doesn't work or something. Uh, oh, seems good. I got it up. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, here. <laughs> I like looking at it. Awesome. Uh, okay, so you. Do, do we? We keep losing. Uh, we keep losing. Losing Jason there. Oh, he's gone. Oh, I you said you were on fiber up, dude. You what the hell? You gotta turn off the midget porn, man. It just does not work. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Brand new computer, fiber up internet. It's just so much I porn. I keep waiting for some like creepy little thing to come out of your closet there. Like, just like some like. <laughs> like, whoa, what the hell? What is that? Like your brother. <laughs> okay, cool. so, so I keep so, going, man. Talking yep. about where your background is. Everybody knows my background. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. What, Steve. what else you want to know? Oh, uh, going through the uh, the steps to get to where we're at now with this Moss 16. And it... Yeah, but give us the cliff notes. We've only got an hour. What What do you need? The cliff notes. The... Oh, uh, the, the next iteration of it was uh, took a brand new T15 and then put a Milsig heat core in it. And that went over like a lead balloon with... Uh... <laughs> With pissed everybody, off the T15 guys, pissed off the Milsig guys. <laughs> Works, worked absolutely awesome. Um, Adam Hoover had it. I don't know if he still has it. Uh, he may, he may not. Uh, but he says it works just as fine as, uh, as the day I built it. So, awesome. And then I wanted to take it a step further because I didn't like the, the pot metal of the T15 body. And uh, that's where the AR uh, receiver came in, so the next iteration of that was uh, the AR upper and lower with uh, with the Milsig heat core in it, and I still got the parts for that here somewhere in the basement. And then uh, next iteration of that was actually, you know, where we're at now with this Moss 16. So this wasn't, you know, this this took a course of about five or six years and a couple thousand dollars. So 
Damn, dude. Honestly, it sounds like you're just like one bad accident away from like evil genius arms dealer thing. That's <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Damn it, Guardian! Why do we keep losing your camera? Me? No, no. no. There you go. There he is. There he is. It keeps coming and going. I don't know what's wrong. Anyways, we're gonna keep chugging along. Anyways, if we if we lose him permanently, it's we lose him. <laughs> I don't think he's even listening to us. I can see him staring off into space. Yeah, there's not even a reaction of any kind. Anyway. I don't know why he's doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. So we got to the Maz 16. So, um, awesome. Now, do you only do, obviously, like, is it just paintball that you sort of play with? Or are you milling out all sorts of weird and wonderful things, like, for real steel and stuff like that? Just paintball right now, uh, for that's it essentially taking real steel stuff and uh, airsoft stuff and making paintball crap out of it so yeah <laughs> taking a, a perfectly good real steel weapon and just being like eh, yeah like this fire gelatin balls <laughs> oh first strikes man first strikes there you go that's right first strikes yeah. awesome very cool uh you have Thanks. far more skill than i'll ever have when it comes to machining because I I do mostly woodworking by trade, so I I yeah my stuff. Well, I like with. I like woodworking. We might uh, bring you on board for the AK. <laughs> okay. There's one thing I cannot do is I do not work with wood. Can't oh, do man. it. Ah, oh, working with wood is so easy. I I don't get it. Like I mean, oh, don't get me wrong. Like I I built my basement and all that stuff. I could do two by fours and shit like that, but I don't understand like. It's just there's no there's no screw up factor where you screw nope. up with with metal or whatever. I just weld another piece back on and keep going. But uh, the woodman, so it's just so uh, much patience. I don't got. Uh, what do you mean, no, man? It's yeah. peaceful. Like carving, like wood carving, oh, okay. stuff like that. Like it's just like ugh, can't do it. You know, like I'll build a whole car out of nothing and just but and just, I can't I can't do wood like that. Yeah, I think great. it's amazing. It looks great when it's done. It's just not my forte, right? It does take uh, quite a bit of patience and whatnot. So yeah, that's what it is. Now, um, Jesus, I'm having a bad day again. So we keep talking about this Moz 16. So let's get right down to it because that's pretty much what everyone wants to hear about. Particularly everyone, me. I want to hear all about it. <laughs> um, Pretty much the only reason I agreed to have them on because I was just like, I just so happen to have one right here. Oh, look at that! Oh, yeah, there it is. Nice. Hey. Built this one for you guys, but uh, sexy. Yeah, that's it. That's oh, that's it. It's psh, whatever. <laughs> that's you know, right now, okay. we got the, right now we have uh, highly modified T15 mags. That's going to go away in the future. Uh, we have a couple pretty cool things on the, on the way as far as mags go, um, but for right now, and maybe with the original release, you're going to have. Something similar to a, a hybrid between T15 mag and a Helix mag. Essentially, uh, where there's not going to be a winder on it. All you're going to do is uh, use whatever the hell they call that thing to push the, uh, the follower down. <laughs> the tactical then, anal beads? Yeah, 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 yeah. Push the follower down, it'll release when you, uh, when you put it in there. So That's all I really got to say about about the mags. Uh, they are, they are going to come ready for you to be able to slip the uh, the Ranger plates right on probably the Gen twos or Gen threes I haven't really decided so uh, that 
is going to take it to the next level, whereas, you know, with a T15 mag, you can't really do that. You have to do some milling and stuff to get it on there. So they are going to come ready with a plate on the bottom that will slide off, and you slide the Ranger plate back right back on. Uh, as far as uh, features with this thing, you're limited by your imagination, really. Uh, like I said, you have two pictures that I sent you guys of my what I like running with. I'm not a big long rifle fan. Uh, I like my MVB stock and my cut-down uh, Viltor cast speed. I like it short, and I can always put a longer barrel on, but, uh, you know, if I really needed to for any situation. Uh, mine particularly has uh, Ambi everything on it. We've got uh, Ambi selector switch and Ambi mag release. Uh, I, I like it. I went with the KA, Knight's Armament. I don't know if they still make them or not, but anyway... As far as the valve goes, our valve is going to run. Uh, can we can we say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's going to be an AGD. It's going to be a uh, an automatic valve, uh, probably an X valve. So you can use whatever you want with it, and it's going to come right out of the box. Pretty sure those are anti chop. You know. So, um, as far as uh, the the side air, we're trying to get something where we can get top air, so you won't you can actually use a regular AR uh, upper if you're in the, in the states. Uh, we have some ideas for uh, as far as Canada. With, uh, yeah, Canada is going to need a, its own we little. Have to put, we have to put a block in there so you can't. Yeah. When they are, and that's we have that figured out. Yep. Can we get a? It's, uh, but can, I, yeah, I, go I, ahead. Um, you're saying with the uppers and the lowers, you're limited by you're really limited by nothing. Everybody that that, that manufactures is a lower or an upper out there. You'll be able to take our stuff and put it in there. Or I mean, I shouldn't say that because the lower is going to be milled specifically for uh, for the A the AGD and, and the upper the upper is just sliding parts. Um, but uh, really, like you were saying, you had that, that Spartan lower. You get somebody to give you an eighty percent lower with that with the, with the Spartan helmet on the front or the skull or whatever. Send it to us. You get it milled into your uh, into your marker. Nice. Yeah, so that's that's what we're looking at doing. It's going to be basically either there'll probably be a version like a, a mass-produced version because there is the demand for that mass-produced version. But yeah, after that, yeah, it's going to be very modifiable to your tastes. It's going to be bare. Yeah, the, the mass-produced version for for anybody is going to be bare bones. It's going to be your upper, your lower, your valve. I'm not even thinking about putting the trigger, uh, the the, uh, the pistol grip in with it. I mean, why? Everybody has their own particular taste in it. Uh, we can probably throw a generic something in there, maybe a generic cap, just to keep uh, the internals in uh, as far as uh, for your safety selector in there. Other than very, that, very similar to what the 468 is, where you buy a 468, you buy an upper and a lower, and you kind of build your own. And that's but, what we're going for. We're going to buy your upper and lower, and you kind of go from there. I like it. My favorite part about this thing, though, is uh, adjusting the... Uh, Adjusting the velocity on it is really simple. This is a regular AR gas tube. What you do is take the thing off. Unscrew it. And it's right in there. Adjust, the, adjust your velocity. You take it up there, you shoot it like this. And then you cap it back up if you want it on there. If not, you can leave it open. It's all totally up to you. Um, I, I like the cap on there, so you can't really mess with it. You can't bump it. It's it's tucked away in there. So uh, during a game, 
you ain't you're never going to hit it you're never going to bump it you're never going to jar it loose you're going to stay consistent velocity i mean we shot this thing at zero hour we stayed consistent at two it was like 278 throughout the day and we were checking it left and right uh clayton malcolm test fired it uh i you know he said he's gonna uh, let us know what happened there. June Ortiz had it for a little bit, and uh, Adam also got a chance to I take it out and shoot yeah. a couple rounds through it. And I ran it for the first half of the day on the first day, and and like I got out into the field, and every time I pulled the trigger, it sent a round down range. Never had a problem with it, and it went through. In that first half of the day, I probably went through like two, three hundred first strikes. It was Damn. great. Can't yeah. he? And like it, it wasn't just. It, it was just shot after shot after shot you know it was great i absolutely loved it i think within the first 40 shots it was like i'd say 30 hits at least nice and i'm not that good shot so <laughs> uh the airline so that that macro line you got running there is that just connect directly to a remote line or was that connected to the stock it connects to a remote line i'm i have a, a in the process of uh building a stock basically off of uh off of an AR buffer tube where you can plug it into that and then you'll have that you can put the tank on stock like oh now you're talking my speed so I like I prefer I prefer the airline with a bigger tank I don't know why I just it's it's getting more popular again like it it, it seemed like it it really took a dive and then now it's coming back guys like to put that tank on like the remote that's 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 the way I like to play I just always had the tank on my back and you know, it kind of balanced out the mags that I had in my front. I used to run with, like, when I had the other gun, I was running two, four sides. I think I was running, like, 12 mags on the field at a time, plus the other whatever I had in the cart. So I had, like, 40 or so. So I always just – I never wanted to have to change out the tank. I just came out, came out and just kept shooting. So Nice. You know. Okay, so that's cool. I like that. That's, that's a really neat system. Um, Thanks. This is – I really want that marker. That's that's phenomenal. <laughs> now, do we have a uh, like ballpark? The problem is with the, the the well. Okay, so you have to understand. There's no corporate backing here. There's no. no this is there's three of us manufacturing this thing. Okay, and so. Coming from a corporate side, I despise giving ETAs. I hate doing it. I think it's one of the worst mistakes you could do. Um, Where we're kind of aiming is going to be like the first quarter of 2018. So that's where we're aiming to give you like a a ballpark. I'm not going to say it could be January 1st. It could be, you know... February, I don't know. Yeah, it could be. It's that's where we're aiming to right now. Understand Jesus, just, that sorry, you know, I, this thing is literally out of our pocket and out of our work and sweat and that's it. There's no, you know, there's no big guy behind us furnishing us money and you know, having it done for us overseas. This is going to be made every single part of this gun technically if you buy the right upper and right lower could be made in North America. Like it's legitimately a North American made gun. It was designed by Mark. It's manufactured either here in Canada or in the U S like everything could depending on the upper and lower you decide to put on it. Uh, you know, mm. the, the first runs are going to be North American made 
markers yeah. and I mean, legit North American made markers. Even the valve is handmade in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, awesome. you know, no, that's just the fact that you gave a timeline of like six months. I'm impressed. I was expecting like, eh, you know, 2019. Now, well, all, the, all the hard work is done right now. All we're really doing yeah, is... Yeah, now it's to, to get the manufacturing down and to get the... Yeah, refining everything we got. I yeah, mean, so, literally yeah. think about it. It took me five years to get this far, so all of the research and development is done. Yeah, now you've done all the R&D. Yeah, yeah, we're going yeah, to... So now it's, it's, it's on our back to try to get our cost as far down as we can to get to not make it you know, a $2,000 yeah. marker yeah, the if, other day. If we could go like sub SAR-12, that'd be great. Oh, it's going to be sub oh, SAR-12. It's not even, yeah, don't even, like, no. I mean, I love, I love, I, I have nothing, like, I sell Carmatech. I have nothing against oh, yeah, no, Nothing against it. I just, but you know. It's, it's, you know, ballpark price, again, is very hard to say because we're on the smaller side. So, I mean, our costs change by the minute. Yeah, your costs are, uh, are based completely on like materials, and you're uh, not exactly buying yeah, and, you know, pallets. And the and first stuff. 100 will may not, well, won't be the same cost as let's say you call us and you say, guys, I want the Spartan lower, I want the, you know, Giselle firearms front end, I want this, I want that. Okay, hey man, you got a three thousand dollar marker by the time you're done. Yeah. You know, so it, it really is depending on that. After the first one or two hundred are going to be mass produced, then it's going to be there'll be a form and you order your own and we produce it how you want it to produce. So that price could be four grand by the time you're done. Like, I mean, who knows, you know what I mean? So it, it really does. It depends. It could range anywhere from 600 bucks to sky's the limit. You know, it's, it's hard to say right now. Depending so, on the price. Yeah. Depending on what we have for the valve. You know, yeah. You know, yeah, like the valves are 250 bucks retail on their own yeah oh that's pennies come on now no i know but i mean you know we we have to incorporate a lower in there we have to get them in a lower machine we have to incorporate an upper in there we have to you know so i mean there's there's things that are going to be in there the the price the the price of the basic whatever first production run is going to be out before the gun is it's not going to be like okay here's your gun if this is it, it's ready to go. It's a thousand dollars. Well, we'll we'll let out the price before so that people can, you know, either hate us or love us or whatever. I don't really don't give a matter. shit. It doesn't you matter what the price is. People are going to hate you. I don't know. I didn't want to interrupt. Uh, I didn't want to say no, something no, about the first production run. I do have uh, a local manufacturer here. I don't know if you've heard of them. Row Tactical. They're doing lowers and uppers for me for a special run. Uh, that's basically what I have on on this this marker and the one actually the two that you have those every every picture you have is a row tactical upper and lower but they're especially gonna especially build for me for essentially what was the less than lethal market at least that was the deal I made with them so uh, those are again <laughs> that's those are too. for me and uh, we'll see where that goes from there well that's the other thing too we're gonna attack the less than lethal market on both sides of the border with this thing because i mean again it, it makes it even on the training side it's this is going to be the closest to their actual AR right. that it's, it's going to be one-to-one and yeah it's going like to work it's, it's going to be as close as it can it's going to be able to fire x amount it's going to do the job that you know they want out of it so i mean there's another market there we so one-to-one and the, and the moving parts are nil there's, there's hardly yeah 
That's what I, I, I say. The other thing, too, that I, I can tell you for a fact, and you could take this to the bank, we're going to be one of the first companies that produce a marker that are going to cater to the paintball players before we cater to the LE side. Ooh, I yeah. don't want to be, I've been there, I've done that, I bought the t-shirt. I don't want to be the guy that says, oh, sorry, guys, we're out of mags this month because we sold them all to the police. Sorry. It's not going to be like that. This is a player gun. It's made to be for the players, and that's when it's going to start off as. After the first whatever runs are done, then we're going to look into the other side of it. Oh, also, our mags are going to cross. You can use our mags with a T-15 as well. I'm going to make sure that's in there so we, we actually uh, you can use our mags with our gun or a T-15. That'll be the first cross plat or you know shareable. Well, that's mag. what I'm kind of shooting. No, for, that won't be a first cross, cross platform mag. I mean, we have to, and especially the oh, yeah, Max. designs I'm working on with the mags, <laughs> uh, where we can. Well, get, I mean, yes and no. The, 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 the Max Tech mags are ended up with the round head. I guess if you count the round head mags, they were. That's right. Back in the day, cross, they were backwards. Compared. That's right. They were cross platform, but at the end of the day, now I don't think you'd be hard pressed to walk on a game and try to find someone with a round head mag. I mean, uh, I don't think anybody still uses the round. And I hated mine with a passion. So, I mean, I, I don't think. Uh, but, yeah, I guess it was a cross-platform at that end. But this is the modern the modern age <laughs> of paintball, I guess, is going to be more of a cross-platform not, side. Not only is it, not only is it a cross-platform, uh, uh, you know, uh, a magazine, but you're going to be able to use regular AR mag pouches there's not going to be any kind of special anything to hold you're going to be able to use mag, you know ar mag accessories essentially nice. you know that's awesome mag clips you're not going to we're not going to have to manufacture anything on that end you can use like i said you can use mag pulls on it mag pull gen 2s mag pulls. I, don't, I haven't really decided on what generate you know but you can use them so uh you know are we going to go forward to this i haven't really decided steve did we decide on the, the mag design are we can do the hex mag or something similar or yeah, I mean, well, some I think similar to the X Bank, I love the look of that. Uh, yeah. So it'd be in that look ish. Uh, again, the the U.S. is so fun because they patent every single inch of every single thing they make, which is uh, we can make it the Octo Mag instead of having yeah, it. like if we yeah, be in that look basically. I, I I think we both like the look of that style mag, so it'll be something in those lines. Um, Again, it's it's a money thing. The mag for us is going to be the most expensive part because we can't get away from a mold. We can't get away from, you know, doing things like that. So I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's the expensive one. Uh, where where the marker itself can be done here in North America, it's no problem. But mags end up being astronomical if you have them made in North America because the mold fees out here are ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's, there, there's the mags may end up being an offshore kind of deal, but at the end of the day, I don't think people are really going to care if their mags are from, made in Taiwan or no, if made in the, the as long as the body gun is we, tight. Can so. you say how many mags we're going to get give with the... With yeah, the yeah, 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 go for it. That's what we're aiming for. The package is going to be... Yeah, we're aiming to give away uh, eight, eight mags with the package, with the initial package, so you have enough <laughs> to run. So it's not yeah. you buy you two come with the gun and you got to buy two more and two more. No, no, you're going to get a full eight to make so it. I'm, we're going to buy the marker and it's going to arrive. I'm going to crack it open to the case. I'm going to put a bit of oil into it and I'm going to go play. That's it. Yes. Yeah. 
Because you know how many times I've seen, and I feel bad for the guys that, that it's happened to, because luckily it didn't happen to me. Cause, but it's they order the marker, and then there's just like, it arrives, but their mags get delayed by a couple of days or something. Yeah, or I mean, loader, how, you, yeah. how many yeah. manufacturers have done that? You know, again, it falls into a production thing, right? It's, it is yeah. hard when you're trying to produce a gun or a marker. Sorry, I can't say gun. A marker <laughs> and mags. The thing is, is they're, they're not made in the same factory generally. So, I mean, you know, you're relying on the guy that's molding you the, the, the two clamshell pieces to have them done by X date. And then you're sitting there looking at all your markers. So it's yeah. it's tough yeah. to, to time everything. That's yeah, why we're the, looking the markers at. markers are just flying out. Yeah. You're just like, oh, it's looking great. I got this. Right? So it's not going to, it's definitely not going to be, uh, here's your gun and two years after, here's your mags. Like, that's not going to be the thing. But awesome. it's, that's, uh, that's the plan anyways, right? That's. I mean, that's it. There's always hiccups. Manufacturing is manufacturing. There's always going to be a hiccup. There's always going to be a delay. Uh, I've been doing it long enough now to, to know that there's going to be delays. I'm not even going to try to pretend there's not going to be delays. But oh, it's just about going to be delayed, right? Well, that's it. That's also one of the reasons I don't want to say, you know, January 1st, we'll be able to order them. They'll be online, good to go. Uh, no, I'd rather not. And there won't be any pre-orders. You're not going to end up paying for my gun or Mark's gun. It's the when they're ready they'll be sold. Awesome. I hate the awesome. orders. I don't like taking people's money and a year after making the gun. It's not happening. It's it's going to be out of our pocket. And then when it's ready, it, it'll be ready for the public. That's it. Awesome. So Now, uh, what I'm really excited for, though, is, is I want to know what people are going to complain about it with. Like, in a year's time or so, I want to know what the complaints are going to be because it's always, it's always awesome when you hear, like, oh, this is this marker's garbage. It doesn't work properly, and it's always because they didn't read the manual. Like the amount the of people, manual, who, yeah. the amount of people who dumped air out of their TGR twos, send me a message. Oh, I mean, the TGRs were great. Right. Uh, the TGRs. <laughs> I mean, I, I love. I still love my TGR. I still, I love the marker. I think it's a, it's a tank. At the end of the day, it's a tank. It, it has its downfalls. It's not great with first strikes. No, it's like taking a sledgehammer uh, to a to a knife fight. I find it's it's yes, but it is the marker <laughs> itself is a tank. It is it is what it is, you know. So yeah, now when when I go out and I want to shoot first strikes, I use my four six eight. I have zero issues with that one, and that's my that's my first strike marker and my regular paint marker is my TGR. But I mean the TGRs, man. I mean fucking sleepless nights on that shit answering people's questions the first right. and second gen jeez <laughs> i uh I swear yeah. i got all my gray hair from that like that was yeah. just oh no the best <sighs> the best was always just like oh this tgr is garbage it just dumped the whole tank of air and we're like well did you cock it before you loaded the air into it it's like <laughs> the first thing cock your gun <laughs> insert tank and you're like really okay yeah, and CD hopefully. was a coaster. It was actually meant there hopefully, to read. Hopefully, over the next couple of months, we work out whatever issues there may be. Well, that's that's waiting on those triggers, Steve. Waiting on those triggers. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the upside too is is you know, Mark designed something amazing, and with Adam and me already having been through the Max Stack. <laughs> crap at the beginning i mean now it's they're they're now they're simple like it, they were great and the new yeah, valve system yeah. is amazing and all that but the mk3s are great out of the box I that's guess. right but the thing is is i've been through the, the swamp <laughs> at the beginning and you know so there's a lot of things that i know not to do 
like I know not to do this and skip that part and go right to the, the thing. I mean, will there be screw ups? There always is. It is what it is. At the end of the day, we're human. And there may be an assembly screw up at some point. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is what it is. Right. But, but I think right. I think my my big thing is quality control. I'm always hammering 100%. on somebody for quality control. And, uh, yeah. you know, I'm going to hammer hard on myself on it because I'm not going to let anything go out Same without there. looking over it. Again, too, the quality control being that is going to be done by us is yeah. it's not being done by assemblers in a factory. And I mean, I'm saying that in the best way possible. It's at the end of the day, Mark, myself and Adam, we play. We both we all play. We've all been through the ringer. We've all done whatever. And sometimes, I mean, factory assemblers are used to doing this for eight hours a day. And then they come in the next day and they're like, oh, by the way, you're testing the markers. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, and it's screw on the big CO2 bottle and shoot it and see if it works. Oh, it shoots. Yeah, well, you know, it doesn't necessarily always work like that. So again, it's, it's, that's not, I'm not saying it is what it is. I mean, it's, it's how it works with a factory. You need to move people around, but sometimes yeah. the guy that's testing the marker at the end of the day, may not necessarily be the best guy to test right. the marker it's, it's, yeah so. the wrench turner is not the best to exactly to you know it may Q not be. the guy machining may not be the best guy to test the gun at the end of the day so it yeah. is what it is but, yeah so, anyway. so i'm not saying that we'll be perfect god knows we're not going to be perfect but there's a lot of things a lot of steps i think that will be alleviated by a lot of the a lot of the testing that Mark's already done, the five years that he's done through the testing, has already done a lot of testing. Like he proved it at zero hour. He was walking around literally giving a prototype marker to anybody that was willing to go and shoot it. And how many companies do you know will do that? There's one of that's it. There's one of these guns. And he'd be like, okay, here you go, go play with it. Right. <laughs> if you break it, let me know how. Yeah, you don't see that. Like you never see that. Hell, I, I wouldn't I have, have done that. I have 100 faith in the road tactical uppers and lowers. Exactly, but I mean, being yeah. being what is it, 7071 or 7075 aluminum or something like that? Yeah, that means nothing to me. But no, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's good. I assume it's good. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, how many companies do you see do that now? Like, Carmatech had the they had to give it to Dave. Dave did an amazing job. He had a really good beta guys that that did put it through its paces, that did do, you know, that that style. But again, you're limited it to those three or four guys or eight guys or whatever. Yeah. Where you you walk on the field and you know how it is. It, it ain't gonna be eight Magfed players. It's gonna be, oh, today I picked up a Magfed gun because I wanted to try Magfed. And I mean, Mark's <laughs> going around and here you go, you can put that. Have you ever played Magfed before? No, it's okay. Go ahead. Yeah, that's fun. Try it. See what happens. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what do you mean? It's a good way to find your flaws, right? Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. Oh, that uh, they, they couldn't quite walk away with it because it is a serial number day AR. And I did buy them. At, yeah, I did. I did actually actually buy my lowers at a uh, at a gun store and right. sign over and this all that like, good stuff for them. So, but ours, yeah. you won't have to because it's not going to be a firearm. Awesome. Yeah. So. Awesome. Uh, sorry, I just pictured it's like you want to try to make fit? Awesome. If you steal it, I'll send the ATF after you. <laughs> <laughs> there are a really big bumper on his truck, and I think I know why now. Right? Yeah. In case somebody does take it, <laughs> be done with it. Absolutely. Uh, 
So, so the Maz 16 sounds absolutely amazing. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to try it. Um, as soon as one enters Canada, I will fly to wherever that place may be. Probably Ontario. <laughs> It'll be at Steve or Adam's shop there. So you can yeah. Absolutely. I'm just going to show up one day. Yeah. It's, it's going to be like a okay. Tuesday afternoon. I'm just going to knock on Steve's door. <laughs> I'll drive in. I'll drive, I'll drive home and be like, what the hell? Right. There's right. a ginger on my doorstep. Absolutely. <laughs> What's up, dude? We're doing the podcast here. I'm setting up equipment. Um, actually, that'd be kind of fun. We should do that. Once you get like the machine shop set up, that'd be sweet. That'd be a kick-ass yeah, background. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Once I once I figure out how to do a podcast from like a remote location because it has not worked once yet. No, well, I mean once at the house it won't be too bad. At least there's Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's that's true. <laughs> um, so let's move on to uh, to uh, Mr. Rite. You have uh, some some Max Tech and MCS stuff you wanted to talk about. Or um, at least tier one quickly, and MCS stuff. Yeah, I mean, quickly with the MaxX stuff, uh, everybody that's been nicely waiting and patiently for the upgrade kits uh, to come in on their markers, they're on flight right now. So update on that is they will be in Canada finally. Probably in the next four days they should be here. So we'll be doing some events on that. Uh, MCS, uh, check out our, our Facebook page. They're, they're coming out with a lot of really badass stuff that's coming so the ptr is finally coming out the you know it's it their their drum mags finally coming out like i mean they're they're really they're giving it a good kick of the can this year so i have to give it to them like they're they're moving forward with a lot of stuff um as far as tier one i guess our our biggest project for 2017 2018 is going to be the moss that's that's not even a question. That's our. That's mine and Adam's main focus as well as Mark's future. Focus, but I mean, that's the production side. That's that's our main push. Uh, Mark is very good to push me when uh, I don't reply to him quickly <laughs> enough. So uh, you know, that's that's our main push on that side because we're more of the paintball airsoft guys. Yes, I said airsoft. We're going into airsoft. Whatever, there's money in airsoft. Uh, no... Let me slink away out of screen. Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like when I say we're getting into airsoft, we're we're getting into airsoft, but I don't think anybody really knows what I mean by that. And I can't, unfortunately, say anything else but that right now. I thought Wait, I would have an answer. Hey, you can tell me later. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you later. Okay, but, right, we'll fair, no problem. But it's just... I really like. I tried my best to get the answer today, the the yes and the the, the good to go, but I've yet to get my answer today. So I could just say that we're gonna venture into airsoft somehow. Um, it's gonna be again. Adam and I are very big on being our own thing. I'm not. We're not joining with anybody. This is gonna be our thing. So. Um, can't really say anything more than that. I would love <laughs> Adam to be here at this point because that's his. He's better at this than me. So, uh, yep. Is he still I'm talking? Sure knows how to talk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's way better at it than me. I mean, I'm I'm definitely the background guy. Like, I'm, I'm cool with that too. Like, I don't even. Know. But anyways, so but he is stuck in traffic uh, beyond belief. <laughs> so that's kind of feel bad for him. But... And then the last thing, I guess, um, I did get the okay literally as I we started the the, the show. Uh, people probably saw my face stuck in my phone because 
I was waiting for the okay to talk about this and Drum roll. the okay. Well, I, it's we're it's a natural progression, of course, of things. We're going into real steel. Woo! Um, Yay! Yeah, we're bringing in somebody who is a great friend of mine. Um, he's going to be heading. Um, Sorry, a real steel. Well, heading it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess heading it. Uh, he's going to be. He's the guy. Like, I mean, as much as I can say, I understand paintball. I understand, you know, the, the, I, I know how to shoot. Paintball are great, but there's, I get it. You know, there's and, more. And, I mean, I can handle myself behind yeah. a gun. Like, I, I have an AR. I have pistols, like actual guns. So I, I can handle myself on, in the back of a gun. I look like a complete buffoon when I go shooting with, you know, my friends. So we are going to bring on Justin Miller from uh, Sheepdog Tactical. He's going to join us uh, in the next few weeks. Uh, for people that don't know Justin, um, he's ex Seesaw. Uh, dude's badass. He knows if you don't his know shit. What inside, is, look it up. Sideways. Yeah, like, look it up. It's, uh, <laughs> it's worth a Google. But, um, yeah, like, I mean, they're, they're basically the Canadian versions of uh, Special Forces-ish. So, so uh, he knows his way around firearms. Uh, we're hoping to get more, again, to, to show more on that side than in the next weeks or so. But in the next summer, we're hoping to push it into uh, doing courses. So you'll be able to come in and... and Take a you know a shotgun course or take an AR course and uh, you know sit behind with someone that's that's been there that's been in the shit and that's you know like a legit shooter a legit special forces guy is that's that's ready to rock and he will show you how to cycle that thing. So there. I just googled it for uh, one. I just pulled up the Canadian military's actual page of Seesaw and saying what it yeah. is. Go look at that so and I, you'll. Yeah, he's obviously he's retired. He's done his his his. his his time but uh yeah i mean justin is going to open a bunch of other things and, and with that uh we're going to merge into kydex and a bunch of other things as well uh all that stuff's kind of yeah it's it's going a lot faster than i think we expected it to be but that's not a bad so, yeah, they... <laughs> we uh I, I want to show you the two that I have here that actually work really well that I made. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's going to be our biggest thing is Justin's going to come on and uh, he's going to be helping us on the real steel side. So in, what, I think it's February, we're going to be off the SHOT Show. Uh, you guys will get to see a lot more of where we're going once we get the SHOT Show. And again, it's going to help on the Moss side. When we get to the SHOT Show, we'll be able to get some more contacts on that side. So it all kind of stems from one thing. We're, yes, I mean, we're a paintball company, airsoft company, and a real steel company. But it's not like we don't do speedball. We don't do stuff like that. It's all what it what's the right term tactical i guess tactical it's all in tactical. that sort of you know and if, like i think describing us as a, as a mag fed company i think is is the most accurate term everything we do is going to be a mag fed something it's going to be something that will have a mag or shoot like an ar or shoot like a pistol or be an ar or be a paintball gun or so yeah that's a bad gun 
What's that? So what about the chain fed gun? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can. Uh, I don't think I'm ready to make it an M249. Even if you have one, don't show me because then I'm going to want to make it. So don't, don't even start. Like, no, just... I won't, but I have ideas. We'll just talk about that. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's the thing, guys. That, that's really where Tier 1 is going. The, the, the reason we backed out a Mac stack, and yes, if someone doesn't know yet, and we've been getting a lot of questions this week, believe it or not, that are you guys still Mac stack? No, neither me or Adam are Mac stack anymore. Uh, the reason tier one became the life is because we wanted to be able to do everything we do in real life. Like we wanted to do the stuff that we enjoy doing. I love paintball, but I also like to go shoot. And I right. also like shoot an airsoft gun every so often. I also like to, you know, sit behind my bolt action and shoot. So I want to be able to offer all that. Well, that's where it's going to be. Like that's what we're doing. And, and I want to go to Ontario and be like, Steve, I'm here on board. Let's go shoot shit. <laughs> and it's like, what do you want to shoot? I'm like, I don't care. Anything. So I, that's, that's, that's our progression. Our, our main focus for the end of 2017 is definitely the Moss. That, that's our main push. Uh, but in there, there will be outside projects that will still be kind of rolling and in the airsoft side as well as the real steel side. So, Very cool. Well, there's no point in especially where tier one is a distributor. Uh, yep. There's no point in like painting yourself into a corner. You know what I mean? Like there's no point in sticking strictly to paintball or strictly to airsoft. You might as well you do it like, all and actually make a profit. I run the same vest. I run the same gear, whether I'm, I'm right. shooting my paintball marker, whether I'm shooting my airsoft gun or whether I'm shooting my AR. Mm-hmm. You think that's my what we gear all... won't change. It's all the same gear. Like yeah. that's what we have in common, man. Yeah, right, exactly. I, I hate the only that. difference I is hate walk a field and you see a guy. Oh, I've, I've got my paintball set up, and then I've got my airsoft set up, and then I've got my other setup with my speedball setup over here. And I'm like, dude, that's a lot of money. Like you're, you're three yeah. different. Like that's a lot of cash. Right. So what if? Yeah, exactly. Invest. It's just like I'm about to take you guys for a walk here. I get hey, my phone's almost dying. <laughs> oh, we're getting we're getting a tour of the shop. That's yeah, yeah, no, just a tour of the upstairs of the house. That's all. Oh, whatever. I don't have to hide in the basement like these guys. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, that's that's my thing, man. I mean, I own right. one vest, and that, that vest goes wherever I go, and I'm used to it. I know where everything is in my vest. I know where everything exactly. is in my gear. Uh-huh. Oh, there it's, we go. it's the way to do it. Absolutely, and it's. You know, uh, you always hear, you know, I think we've talked about this a thousand times on the show, but you always hear paintballers ripping on airsofters, airsofters ripping on paintball players. And it's, you know, and then you get the real steel guys ripping on paintballers and airsofters because they're, you know, (laughs) um, back and forth. And it's, uh, it's just dumb. It's it's just dumb. You know, why yeah. can't you hang out and do both now? Uh, it's, you know, like we, well, I mean, you've been to commando. Yep. Um, me and, and Sly, one of my good friends. I, I don't know if you ever met Sly. He's uh, I mean, a good friend of mine. Tall dude, really lanky kind of guy. But, <laughs> he, we, you know, he texted me one day, like a couple of weeks ago. He shoots me a text. He's like, dude, uh, I want to go shoot something. I said, sure, let's go to commando. I'm like, you know, let's grab our gear and go. And he goes, okay. Bring both. And I'm like, sure. So I brought my airsoft and I brought my paintball and I got there and they were overbooked for paintball. I mean, the only thing I did was I just grabbed my airsoft gun 
versus my paintball gun, but everything I had on didn't change. Like I just walked over to the airsoft field and played airsoft. And then like an hour or two in, Marie came over and she's like, oh, well, you can do some paintball stuff. And I went, click, and I grabbed my paintball gun and I walked <laughs> over to the paintball side. And that was it. I don't care. Like, I just want to shoot stuff. Like, that's right? it. Exactly. You know? At the end of the day, you're still pulling a trigger and pointing it at a body. 100%. You know? Actually, it sounds I horrible think... out of context, but... Um, no, but I mean, people yeah, need to get that out of their head. Like, just you're just going to play. You're going to have fun and just shoot stuff. Like, that's yeah. all it is, man. Yep. It doesn't matter. Yeah, honestly, I... I thing too is like um like the cqb thing uh like playing at prz prz is a great field love prz um i gotta get there but uh, you do uh, i gotta get up first but i was i was thinking about it the other day and i was just like you know what i was like i was thinking i probably enjoy prz uh more with airsoft than i would with paintball i don't know why i mean i just i think i, I, think just, I, I probably to, would too right um, I just, it's the idea that that like that it's such close quarters and, and paintballs they they cause I don't know. There's always this thing about getting shot up close. I don't like it. Well, I mean that I don't. I'm not really. I don't really. It's more me for the thing would be one is going to be accuracy um, uh, on the airsoft. Right? As much as I want to, I want to come. Like I love paintball. Paintball is my primary sport to play. Right, it's your first love. It's, it's it is. But I mean, <laughs> you can't fault you know an airsoft gun that shoots 400 plus feet. Like, I mean, you know, guys will sit there and pin you off at you know, 450 feet away. And I mean, yeah, that's great. It's awesome. And being that it's in that field, you can actually like the field is, you know, if you can get to the third level of the building, you could shoot out from the third level and actually feel like you're a sniper. You're, like you're you can doing something. You, can... <laughs> yeah, you know, like, you mean, I want to I want to talk about something paintball related on that, but we won't. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's the thing, too. There are Keep that one secret, yo. Yeah, there are people markers out there, and there there may be in the future that that will do a, a great job at it. But that to me is the first thing, and the other thing too is, I find PRZ. You you go to a big game, and I'm I'm talking when I say big game, I'm not so, like MagFed only. I'm talking mixed players. So you got you got your speedball side, you got your MagFed side, but the inside of that floor, man. I mean, you try. It's so treacherous. It's yeah. insane. Like, you might as well skate. It's, yeah, it's a cement. Yeah, a few times running and like you, you go to run, you try to stop and you miss the oh, doorway yeah. by about 12 feet. <laughs> I think I've come face to face in doorways in that place more than I've ever done in my life. Like yeah. it's just, yeah, I know. Cause I, uh, feet, right? I, I couldn't even be mad because it was just a mad, it was, it was an insane skill to do this, but I, I was wandering around the top floor of the third story building and of the three story and, I come out of a doorway and I spooked him because he didn't, I don't think he realized it was right there. I had no idea he was there, but I walked out and his, the barrel of his pistol might as well have been touching me when he pulled the trigger. Oh, just, he was on that. He was on that doorway. And I think he was ready to come in, come into the room as I was coming out. And I spooked him. He shot me. It hurt like hell. I couldn't even be mad. I was just like, dude, you just took three stories of a building with a pistol by yourself. Like, <laughs> not even mad. Um, but uh, I, I think I, I, I like think with the airs- yeah I, I don't know I think with airsoft it would just be I yeah. don't know it would be a different experience I'd like to try it. So. I think it would maybe, be maybe you know? slipping all over the floor on the BBs. That's all. Oh yeah, you'd be <laughs> slipping one way or the other. Oh yeah, yeah. like it's I wanted to do an indoor field. We had an indoor field here, and, and that's not too far from us. It's an amazing indoor field, but I was full out bolting through this corridor and planted both my feet. And I mean, I don't have 
shit boots. Like they're Lalo boots. They're expensive. They work great. And I just I just kept working really going through the hallway. <laughs> I was like, my guys are looking at me. I was like, I ain't stopping. Like, I'm just keep going. I might as well just keep firing. Like I just slid across that whole hallway, and it was all on BBs. It was hilarious, but. <laughs> It's just uh, like a poor man's conveyor belt. It's unfortunate that you won't be around at the end of the month, man, because at uh, the end of September, we're going to go up to Bigfoot. Oh, you want to see a field. Yeah, I'm not going to take time off then. Uh, it blew my mind. And I mean, I've seen fields Wait, where's Bigfoot? all over North America. It's in Quebec. It's like literally, well, Mont-Tremblant, Quebec. So like the, the everybody knows where Mont-Tremblant is. It's like one of the bigger ski hills in, in North America. But we went there. Me and Adam went there after the Mirabelle. We went to Mirabelle and then we went there. And I literally have never seen a feel like this. Like you walk into the pro shop and you walk into to, to, to pay your fee. You swear you're walking into a movie set. Like it is phenomenal the amount of money that these people have spent on that field and i mean i have no affiliation to them they're not even a dealer of mine like it just but it it, it blew my mind you you walk through the place and they have like the gun from predator the the spinny gun or whatever there the, 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 the what the arrow mini yeah yeah that one they they, they have like the actual one from predator hanging on the wall and they have like movie sets up like from the actual like movies that I grew up with right so you walk through the place and it was like here's Arnold's gun from this movie and then here's this gun from this movie and then there's this and I was like this is well, nuts when when are you going when, when are you going oh end of September we're just and I'm like we're going to play like I'm not even going I'm not even end of going September to, I'm doing nothing we're just going to play yeah and it's, uh, it's only eight hours away from me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because it, it's up there. It's up there, man. It's it's far. I'd have to. Oh, that means I have to drive past Lance uh, Riviera de Luz. How how far is it from you, uh, Steve? For me, it's almost three hours. That's a pit stop. Then we're staying with you, and then we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just like the, the the place. Adam knew what he was walking into because I guess all the old paintball magazines were shot at this place. So he knew like it looked really cool, and I I walked in. I was like, this place is nuts. Like all the display cases have like mannequins in them, and there's not just markers sitting on the on the ground. Like it's legit, man. You walk into the place, and there's like three or four helicopters, and not like skeletons. Like they still have everything from the inside, and they look like brand new helicopters jammed into the buildings everywhere. <laughs> I was like this is nuts. And then you go to the parking. And they have like six Unimogs shuttling people back from the parking. That's awesome. All day long, like Unimogs. Like I was like, this is this is crazy. Like I've never seen this. Like it is. It blew my mind how big that place is and how how much money they've spent in there. And then the one thing, and I'm a big dude. I get it. I like to eat. I'm not gonna lie. They have a legit <laughs> like cafeteria, like like cooks on site. Like it wasn't. A vending machine. It was like cooks, and they were cleaning plates. I like this is nuts. This is heaven. Like I'm never leaving here. I'm just gonna this stay is, here. Like, this my life. Go play one <laughs> round, and then be like, well, we're hitting yeah. the cafeteria. Um, 
was so, crazy. And being that it's Quebec, you could buy beer there, so it was great. Absolutely. So, so are we looking at a Saturday or a Sunday? I'll send you the dates. Because my camper my camper is only like an hour and a half away from there, so that's what we're probably going to end up doing. We'll set up my camper, and then that way, I'm just I'm debating you know, whether or not I want to push. I want to do eight hours in the car again. Uh, yeah, just for one day, man. Like just, for one, just thing. for one day. Oh yeah, we're gonna go back next year. Like the, that they, being said, though, you go up, back. let me know, and I'll. I drove like three and a half hours to go to to Guardian Heroes Star Wars event this weekend that went by. So, what's another five hours on the road uh, for a cafeteria? Like, it's like a legit like a restaurant, not even a cafeteria. It's a restaurant, man. Like, what's the closest? <laughs> So Matt Stone's asking, what's the closest small airport? Puddle jumper size. Ah, uh, dude, dude. There's nothing. Like, it's no, literally... Say, there's, you'd be flying into Montreal and then driving four hours. Which, like, it's... it's in the, you're in the middle of nowhere, and Adam, Adam, I, th- I think, couldn't believe it. I, I'd been up there. I, I'd skied up there, but you're in the middle of nowhere in Quebec, and there's more money in that area than there is in Quebec. Like, it's insane the amount of money that's in that area because Mont Tremblant is like a really posh, expensive ski hill. And we drove for two hours in the bush, like literally two lane roads in the bush. And then my phone went from dead, 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 dead to LTE plus. And I was like, uh-huh. how the fuck do I have LTE plus in the middle of the forest? Like, what the hell? And you look up and there's like towers every like 100 feet. Like they, there's money in that place. The McDonald's were built out of freaking like stonework. Like they weren't even. It was nuts. Like there's so much money in that area. It's crazy. Yeah. So makes sense. They have one of the cooler fields because uh, it's only an Montreal. hour's drive from Montreal. Maybe I'll fly to Montreal. Yeah. What are the flight? I'm gonna look at the flights to Montreal. Blacker. <laughs> <laughs> Road trip, man. Okay. Yeah, eight hours it's, isn't bad. It's it's really I ain't not. Ain't going to Toronto and back. Yeah, I do that all the time. It's really not that bad, but at the same time, I I, don't I mean know. I like my truck, so it makes it a little different. I I don't know if I would do it in a, like a Fiesta or something like that, but no, I've got a decent, <laughs> I've got a decently like heavy car that there you go isn't a pain in the ass to drive. Uh, so it's kind of like bad back ass roads to get there, man. Like oh, it's there's like, no highway. Oh, it's like six hundred bucks to fly. Jesus. Flying Canada's absurd. Anyways, super off topic. So I think yeah. I think it's ninety percent of this podcast, dude, is off topic. <laughs> yeah, I, know. Exactly. I think I'm 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 happy with what I I I said with the, the show and I think unless Mark has anything else to to add, I think uh what we talked about the moss I think is, is good. It should get people talking again. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get some interesting comments later on. But uh I mean, hey, haters are great, man. I love it. Fuel, they fuel the fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing to say. I think that'll be one of our next shirts. Like, uh, haters are great. They fuel your fire or something like that. And, like, it's just... Right. Okay. I think. Yeah, we're at we're at a little over an hour, so I think we're gonna we're gonna spin it down because I got people now like. Alfred Baird saying he's let us know that Unit 9 will go to Bigfoot with us. Uh, I've been offered a drive by Matt Stone if I fly into Montreal. <laughs> like, <I'm> like, <laughs> oh, 
that's true. Hey, Matt. I, uh, right? I wanted it's... to show one of his mags, and I forgot them in my truck. But so, uh, oh, that's one. Of, that's the uh, the printed mags, eh? That's uh... yeah. They they print the, the camo on them. Yeah, they're oh, they're nice mags. Uh, so and fellas... they're, they're a lot stronger than I expected them to be. To tell you the truth, like they're amazing. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I need I'm, I need to replace more of my mags, so I think I might just start getting new ones printed. Um, fellas, Mark, Steve, thanks for coming on. Um, thanks for having us, man. No problem. So we've uh, stop promoting yourself, man. <laughs> uh, I let Reaper promote his show, so I'll let Matt uh, yeah, <laughs> promote yeah, no, his custom I mags. Don't <laughs> I don't care at all. <laughs> Um, I just so, see like the, the, the link. I'm like, yeah, you son of a. So, um, gentlemen, thank you for coming on and chatting with us and, and shedding some light on what the hell the Mass 16 is and what's going on and all like squashing some of the rumors and starting some new ones. Um, so hopefully we'll see that yeah. in the near future. Yeah, that'll be very no cool. No problem. Good. So, thanks for coming on. Adam, uh, I'm sure Adam would have wished to be here. He's still stuck in traffic. Absolutely. And we'd still probably we'd probably be on the podcast another 20, 25 minutes if Adam was here. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> two, two out of the three Stooges isn't bad, I guess. That's Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I got two out of three, so we're good there. Guardian, thanks for hanging out and uh, I don't know, hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Always you did a great job. You're, you're awful quiet today, dude. Awful quiet? Seriously? This is as quiet as, this is as loud as he gets. I stayed in the booth with him for a whole day, and this is about to <laughs> I was yeah. going to try to convince you to mail me one of the prototypes, but I figured I'd wait till after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as soon as I stop the stream, it's just going to be like, please, 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 please. Um, so, for everyone who stuck out the show and watched for at least you know a couple of minutes of the show, thanks so much. We appreciate the view. We appreciate the all the little likes and the smiley faces, and whoever's sending the angry faces, you're a bastard. Um, <laughs> probably Brian. This is probably Brian, but uh, we appreciate it all. Uh, if you guys uh, have any comments or questions, concerns, any ideas uh, that you want to see on the show, send us a message. You know, we're we're always looking for ideas because we're completely uncreative ourselves. And um, <laughs> for everyone who's listening to this on SoundCloud or Google Play or iTunes or Spotify or however the hell you listen to it, uh, you know, thanks. Thanks for the download. Thanks for the stream. Thanks for the, the whatever you're doing because we can we can sort of track it all. It's pretty cool. And uh, you know, let us know if you have any comments or, or topics, anything you want on the show. Like if there's somebody you want on the show, we can try and get them. Um, do you have any ideas that you want to see on the show? Like do you want us to any segments, stuff like that? Like you know, we we want to do um, something that you want to watch. Put that put that AVE guy on there. See if you can get him on the show. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I don't know what the hell we talk about. I wouldn't even ask him questions. I'd just put him on and just be like, all right, buddy, go nuts. <laughs> and just see what he would say. Uh, let's get him to come up with some stupid experiment, like when he put the the two uh, impact drills against each other and see which one broke the other. Actually, there's, there's quite a bit of those on, the, on YouTube now. Like, a couple people have yeah. mimicked his thing. Uh, awesome, John, Jonathan Worrell. Like double impact and like, rah, 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 rah. yeah, it's <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. But I can't stop watching it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Jonathan Worrell is just randomly posts here. You know, he's just like he, he's, he hit me right in the feels. He goes, "MCS supports this show. Awesome job, thanks, buddy." 
Um, Jonathan, how's it going, as, buddy? As much as we rip on Brian for being super proud and just, uh, shy, just shy of humping his 4.68. Um, no, I saw him hump it. I did. <laughs> and he did it to mine with my red handguard. Yeah, I saw him do it to mine, too. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, we still, we still really like the products. You know, we just, we like just, we like your products, but we also like giving Brian shit more. So that's a good time. Um, so like I said, if you guys have any questions, concerns, ideas, whatever, um, shoot us a message. We love to chat. Hell, if you just want to chat, send me a message. I, 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 I've chat with people all day on, on Facebook. Um, cause I'm bored at work. So that's <laughs> it. That's all I got. So again, thanks you everyone. And until next week, cheers. <laughs>